0: Primary
1: ignition. This is Star Wars. Look out! Core World News. You may fire when ready. ready. And we have speed, Rex. <clears throat> <clears throat> From the bright center of the galaxy, I'm Rex Kondak, and you're listening to Core World News, your whole net news show for in-depth coverage and analysis of the latest stories around the galaxy. Now, for your news segment rundown for August 7th, 2020 kyber crystal comics corner but first yeah. <coughs> but first nothing is appearing on the holoprompter
0: what's going on guys well, okay rex well now here
1: has bang bang adam it I, I, I
0: think we lost rex i feel really, like strex wow yeah. he uh uh you threw him a curveball there
2: um, all right well, like I we're gonna have to, to figure should... out what happened this week so what guys what happened this week any news in star wars land not <laughs> much, but I know we have a comic to this. We have a couple. There's Disney
1: Plus rumors going around. Yeah.
2: Someone decided that all the movies titles are incorrect. That's been floating around the internet. Did you see that one? Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. I thought, yeah. I thought he nailed a lot of those titles. Yeah. I thought he did a great job yeah, reframing films. Except I would argue with a couple of them. I think. Yeah, uh, it's not a perfect. Turn of the stuff. Jedi is the last Jedi it, it loses that dynamism because it, it's, it's kind of Vader's also returning as almost yeah. a good character. He's almost becoming a returning, you know, to the state of a Jedi again. And I feel like it is dual meaning in the return of the Jedi. But um,
0: I think I got to like the second title or the third title and I was like, nope, and, t- and click away. So I
2: started doing some of my other favorite. And I'm not going to do this in front of you, but I'm like, <coughs> you could almost do the same thing with the Lord of the Rings trilogy. You can almost do the same thing with the gunslinger trilogy. And to me, all this demonstrates yeah. is that is that you have good themes running throughout your entire saga if you can switch right. titles around so it's just consistent theming right it's, it's super work. creative i thought it was creative work yeah
1: i thought i thought he did such a great job you know uh choosing different titles for the different films but i, did, I just only two i bumped up against so yeah. other than that i would hire him i mean he was like hire me to lucasfilm and i was like yep he's got, he's got a good yeah. head on his shoulders yeah cool um yeah cool so that was cool what else did we hear or see this week
0: what did you hear about uh disney plus
1: rumors yeah I just, I just, as the studios are leaning more heavily on streaming, I'm hearing more rumors that we might get this, a solo series. We might get, you know, a Leia series. We might, yeah, Leia, Leia and Luke might be introduced in this upcoming Obi Wan series. We might get Obi Wan and yeah. young uh, Leia. I think a young Leia series could be a, could be introduced in the Obi Wan series. where you meet. I, I, this is just a rumor I heard. I think if you if we do meet a young Leia in Obi Wan, there's no doubt you're seeing a really, really fun kind of Hidden Fortress-esque series with the with a, with a Princess Leia. Right. I, you think that
0: could be the Leslie Headland series?
1: I think so. I mean, yeah, I think it's the perfect hire for it because she's just such a witty, intelligent, creative writer. And I think that's what's needed for Leia, honestly. Yeah. And so, yeah, uh, yeah I, so, I definitely think that could be the case. But Afra as well. I mean, I think she'd yeah. do great writing Afra. You know what I mean? Like, if they really mm-hmm. want to do a live-action Afra, which I think would be, I think would draw lots of eyes. I think viewers would, you know. I just hope they, Disney Plus.
2: Yeah, yeah. I hope they lean into the screwball nature of Leia. Like, that's my favorite, like, the wisecrack and quick, quick wit, like, you know, blank busting Leia. Like, I, that's my favorite right. Leia that we yeah. get. I think that see her as a kid like that, like, just really. Yeah. Like, like, the shortest distance between two points is
1: a line. And, like, she just, she just breaks through. You know, she just mm-hmm. is so yeah. courageous. And then yeah. also, she's pragmatic and funny. Like, I, she's such a great character.
2: I'm also getting the feeling that Marvel or, or that Disney or that Star Wars. Hey, I got all three in one in one sentence that uh, Star Wars is going to start taking the old school Marvel Cinematic Universe approach to these standalone series where you just sprinkle in a Boba Fett, sprinkle in a Leia and see how it works and screen. And if it works, maybe we give them their own film or give them our own series. Right. Like That's the old MCU. Right. Like you would get that like Hawkeye randomly shows up in Thor for whatever reason, just to be like, hey, pay attention to this guy. You might see him again in a later film. Right. Right
1: yeah and i feel like there's so much there's so much ground you can explore with leia i think we in the um leia princess of alderaan i think she's like i don't know 15 or 16 in that book and then there's obviously in rebels she appears and she's in i think she's a teenager in that book as well i think there's a fun movie you could do where she's a bit younger and she's kind of exploring you know uh, diplomacy and, and politics for the very first time and Maybe a journey across the galaxy. Like I totally think there's a really fun adventure in there that no one's really covered yet. Yeah. Yeah,
0: there's definitely some time in and around. I loved that book. It was very good. And yeah. she does have the most like badass quinceanera of all time. You like have to summon a mountain and you know recover right. a sword and it's right. The
1: sword, great. yeah, yeah. I think that could be a big part of the series, honestly. <laughs> is her looking up at the sword and that imagery of like one day I will be this this hero, this to represent this bastion for peace and all this kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um cool so lots of rumors there and obviously i would love a solo series like i would love a, we talked about lando i think two two uh recordings ago and um yeah i would equally take a solo like i love yeah. i love Air i guess solo I, I enjoyed solo it's not my favorite film but i i just thought the antics and the hijinks were great like i really loved it
2: it lends itself to a series i feel like it could yeah. be like it is the the stakes are so low in solo <laughs> look at that <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> didn't even do it yeah. but now it's a thing um which is one of my favorite things about the movie i love that we get a low stakes star wars movie for once and so that's perfect for a series where you just kind of have this character developing right it's also like a, a establishes
1: this tone for comedy that i think a lot of the films don't have access to and i think i think star wars is particularly hilarious like i think the creature yeah. design i think everything about everything the atmosphere of each you know, location i think everything is just so vibrant end. I think a lot of the times you can draw there's really really funny encounters like mouse droid encounters or strange aliens you know like there's so many fun things you can do with that tone which
2: I think actually connects pretty close to the Mandalorian like the Mandalorian has that kind of same humor in the background all I can ever think of is the Kwaki and monkey lizard in was the episode one you just have one in the cage and the other one roasting on a spit. I had mixed feelings at
1: first when I saw that, but yeah. <laughs> now I think it's funny. Now I think yeah. I thought everything was kind of gross at first, and then it was funny the set for the second which viewing. Is like, which is Star yeah. Wars. Star which Wars. Is Star
0: Wars. Gross. Yeah.
1: yeah. Star Wars They're, is
0: disgusting. I forgot what, they talked about that in gallery. uh Fabro and Filoni, about that scene. Yeah. And it was like I think Feloni wanted to do something else, but they were like, "No, you can't do like that." Like, I forgot what they wanted. If he was, oh, they they wanted him to be laughing at the, the one on the spit. That, oh, right. I think Faloney wanted him to be laughing at it. Yeah. And he's like, I feel like it's worse that he was crying. It, yeah. <laughs> you know, they're like, oh, you can't have him laughing about that, but it would have been more it been in character for him yeah. to be laughing After at him cool, being yeah. like, ah, you got roasted. Yeah.
2: Yeah. As opposed to like watching a person cry over losing a loved one and seeing his fate like <laughs> yeah, approaching. Yeah. Yeah, it's well, that, seems that was a really dark. heavy beat. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Jeez, sheesh. Uh, but yes, yeah, very funny. Solo would be great. I, I would love it if Lando came out first, and they sort of peppered in some solo to the yeah. Lando series, and then maybe spun it off, or maybe they join up, and it's then it turns into a you know both of them, Why or it's just do, like solo's in the in the Lando series, you know, and he's there yeah. kind of a regular character.
2: Or make it like a like just maybe that's the way to do it is make the they keep calling it the Crimson Dawn series. I'm not a big fan of that because like but like the rogues yeah. series or whatever you want to call it scoundrels. Call it yeah. scoundrels. scoundrels. And yeah. then every season focuses on a different character with the other characters coming well, through. Man. So you almost have it like anthology series. <laughs> to like so You have a season that's Lando. You have a season that's uh, 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 Han. You have a season that's Chewie. You have a season that's Boba Fett or something like that where you have all these characters yeah. intersecting. But you're you're chasing you're Bosque. chasing one most at Bosque. Yeah right Dengar
0: I'm, am I right yeah, Would you say sure. Underworld for a title
1: <laughs> underworld uh, yeah I yeah. It seems like that's what George's plans yeah. were is to create a show that did highlight a lot of the scoundrels and bounty hunters of the galaxy and and have this format to do it but um yeah I love that idea I personally I would love a Lando show uh first and foremost I think I think I just like you Ben I, w- I would like Lando first because I think you just have such star power in uh Donald Glover yeah. and uh yeah yeah
0: I love Alden, Alden Ironreich's portrayal of, of Han as a, like, as a young Han Solo. I think he did a great job. It'd be funny, but I'm, you know, we could just have Lando be the vehicle. Uh, You know, I would love to see each of them get this series, just like Adam, you know, listed off. But if we could only have one, let's make it a Lando thing, but have have Han Solo be in the Lando show, you know, and then you still get his sense of humor and his bumbling, but the POV is sexier and funnier and like, you know, it has a,
2: we can have that. What simulation. a foreign
1: film with four Laman Zuck is and just all yeah. sometimes.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like real, fun. like just real lean into like, like, like yeah. Dutch or Netherland, like real. like, like, real, like Yeah. yeah. Talking about real like esoteric a sweep, and yeah.
1: yeah. Sweeping landscapes. They yeah. have a really deep and complicated relationship. Yeah.
2: Someone plays chess with death. You know, it'd be great. Yeah. Uh,
1: weirdly enough, that sort of did happen in The Force Awakens, or at least the frame. No. <laughs> seven seal is definitely riffed on um yes, yeah uh yeah so there's a lot of rumors going around i have a few you know my own kind of dream series that i would want i would i i would want a tie fighter centric series like like jody haser's yeah. type comics or your alphabet squadron you know something like that because i i think we get a lot of x-wings and we get a lot of the x-wing pilot storyline and characters within the films <laughs> it seems like a major component of the films to have your your x-wing squadron be up you know be at least all have names and be explored to at least you know uh, some extent and then you don't really get a lot in the tie fighter pilots in in the movies at all and i I think it's cool we could
0: get a valance series
1: i mean hopefully we're not doing like (laughs) like imperial cadet i i wouldn't want solo imperial cadet although that would be a great (laughs) sport in a solo series yeah Yeah. so for solo great but i wouldn't want imperial cadet i was thinking something closer to alphabet squadron what we see there uh, with shadowing and um, yeah. but not Shadow Wing. something different something new something fresh and i would do the story of that that kind of elite group that's sent to find exegol and those Starfighter pilots and you know and, kind of
2: yeah and you had I, a bit of that with the Battlestar galactica reboot like you know i don't want it to be exactly the same but you have that feeling that military feeling you have squadrons and that show is 15 years old at this point is that right that math makes me sad if that's right at least 10 years right it's it's but and even i we did a rewatch of that recently and the, the effects hold up like you can do starfighter battles and especially now that you have disney bucks behind you like mm-hmm. i would i'd love that and i think it would be able to do it on a, on a budget
0: you know what you could explore a new that could be your vehicle to explore the rise of the first order if mm. i mean if you don't mind i, I at first thought you were talking yeah. about like you know real original trilogy but if you had them like Lieutenant Von Reg and like
1: they well, have some got the interesting
0: yeah. TIE pilots, and you could sort of have them I don't know if, no, I don't if know how you feel about that, that era, but
1: I do love that character. Um yeah, you yeah. could definitely do that, but I I I looked at the timeline that I think Pablo Hidalgo created for the visual dictionary, um, the new one for Rise of Skywalker, and uh there was a point in time where Palpatine was Mm. searching for relics and temples just after he assumed control of the galaxy. And it was kind of like, who were the people out there searching for him? Ooh, who was yeah. that? Yeah. And that's and I initially <laughs> called the project Crimson Wing, because I thought they would, obviously, the Crimson color scheme. All the armor seems to be flecked with Crimson, whoever right. so, was who associated with the Sith. And so I was thinking Crimson Wing, then I think Pro- Proven Ring, Wing might be a good title. And then I was like, no, this needs to be very commercial and easy to understand. And then I came down to the title Dark Legacy. Because Dark yeah. Legacy makes perfect sense to me. It's going to find the the homeworld of the Sith. It's right. going to find the bloodline of the Sith. It's going to find all the the history of the Sith, really. And so I, I called it Dark Legacy just for that, that idea at being a central premise.
2: I love that. And and not to get you know too commercial about it, but it also gives you, because of the timing and the content and the and the topics, it allows you for Darth Vader to pop in ever so often, Dr. Aphra to pop in, some of the bounty hunters, right? You can get some of these known characters in. You know, without without you know doing too much with it, but you can have this like. And so I loved about Rebels is like they used Vader in that in that show sparingly, right? And, and when the he dialogue popped is amazing, oof,
1: uh, yeah, oof, so good.
0: Yeah, that's the way he should be used in other series. It's mm-hmm. it hits you with it when you least expect it. It's just like bang, Vader comes yeah. through. You're like, oh. <laughs> and they can do that forever, you know, as long as they want to operate within this timeline.
1: Right. But I thought it'd be fun, like, so like both in in films like. Uh, uh, I don't know, Interstellar, and uh, there's other films I can't think of right now. But these 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 astronauts kind of lose their minds. You know, they're way out, you know, galaxies away from our galaxy, and they've kind of they're at the the, the far distance in in our you know beyond uh, known space, and they're kind of losing their minds out there. And it's like I, it never really happens naturally. They kind of just like it's just like conflict for conflict's sake. Whereas with these guys, and they're searching for dark items that might be corrupting. You would get this madness that would occur in a very natural way. Like like 2001 in Interstellar, mm. there's a sort of madness that occurs in the characters and there's this fighting and conflict. But with this, you would it would really be amplified. You know what I mean? It would be amplified because they're hunting dark relics. They're losing their minds. You have all these not just elite pilots, but you have Sith cultists and relic hunters and all these other strange folk who are in this
2: group. So- I love this, and I'm actually starting to move away from the Tie Fighter part of it. I'm like, kind of like, let's do two series. Let's do the Tie Fighter series, and let's do this Dark Relic Hunting series because, you know, like they're they're trying to pitch um, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness as Marvel's first horror film. right Right? maybe this is star wars first horror series right not like (laughs) not like real horror but horror elements to it really this idea of like space madness like make it uh make it a event horizon maybe not go that extreme yeah
1: it's it's almost event horizon to an extent yeah
2: space madness
0: or pitch black was that the um
2: as a vin Vin diesel the vin Vin
0: diesel one one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah i mean the other thing that could occur in that is um informed by the latest book we read that um uh shadowfall And um, when we have Erica Quell on that moon, she's confronted, you know, she to save her life, she needs to get into a Sith temple. And it like pretty much drives her mad or drives her sane, depending on which way you look at it or how it plays out. But that could also, you know, again, add to that horror element and then um, add to the sort of descent into dark madness, which would be really fun an yeah. adult. And I got neural. some
1: great names in here, too. I generated a few <laughs> names for the, the guys, these cultists and people like that. And uh, Argyle Forsyth was a name I made up. <laughs> nice. A4. Pendle, Pendle Elok. Yeah. Gore Mevrog. And, and Deerin Tashu, who's a relative <laughs> to you.
2: To wow. Ooh, Yeah. Nice.
1: So it's just some fun names. I felt like they were kind of eerie, spooky names. I don't know
2: if you guys thought they are good. Those are great. Guys. I don't, I just, I get knocked out by those. Argel. I come up with names because <laughs> everyone's like, my name's like bob and jim and like <laughs> it's real bad
1: you got to uh, star warsify it and just kind of yeah. shake it up and i don't know try to find a couple references that
2: you can sneak in there um yeah. i would hate that when i would play like star wars games i could never come up with my own name so i'd have to hit the random name generator about like 50 <laughs> times like to get to my my star wars galaxy's jedi wookiee name who i can't remember what his name is cuz it was just a bunch of consonants like i literally was i was there for <laughs> a half an hour just hitting refresh refresh <laughs> give me a new one give me a new one did you play refresh. a wookie in that in galaxy yeah, bounty hunter that eventually started to go down the jedi path yeah but the wookie bounty hunter is my favorite thing <laughs> in the world oh That's i just incredible. i also found out that you can still play that game they have servers that are still up i just need a pc and a copy of the disc <laughs> that might be hard to find the disc
1: yeah physical media i don't know yeah
2: you should add a
0: drawer groff to that one, too. Drawer
1: oh, okay, I'll add it. <laughs> you,
0: you may or may not be a real person. Well,
1: actually, I have all the TIE pilots. All the elite pilots are, are unnamed, so I was thinking one of you guys could handle that. <laughs> I know right, you well, like pilots. I know you like pilots, but... Yeah,
0: sure do. Well, uh, I'll stash drawer groff for later.
1: There you go. Um, yeah, I mean, have you guys heard any other rumors about Disney+, Plus? anything? <sighs>
2: Not really. Other than the solo, is that they? I guess um, what's his name, Ron Howard, had an interview and just basically said there's no plans for a solo two, but like no blank. Like yeah, I think we all kind of knew that, but I don't think anyone's expecting a movie if we have any more right. solo stuff. So I think that was kind of decry- that was kind of put on the internet as like, well, that's it, that's the final nail in the coffin. And I'm like, a if there's a sequel. I don't think they're bringing back Ron Howard to direct nothing against Ron Howard. I just don't yeah. think I th- he came in as a as a save, just to save that that production. Yeah. And so I don't think he'd be in the loop about that necessarily. And B, I don't think anyone's expecting a movie sequel for these characters. Yeah, So it's kind I, of a non-news news to me. Well, I, th- you know what would have been, I think
1: would have been strong for Solo is if Kira betrayed Maul and took him out and you, you have her take the top chair in Crimson, in Crimson Dawn. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people would get on board for that show. Like, yeah, a lot of people. I think Maul kind of, I, I, for me, it took me out of the movie a little bit. Whereas if uh-huh. Kira was a mainstay character and above Maul in the, the criminal hero hierarchy, I think that would draw a lot of interest. For me personally, I don't know about other people, but I feel like, uh, yeah. incredible actress uh and just an incredible role incredible character we'll see that series
2: i was like i'd love that because i have with game of thrones i'm like yeah be like cersei lannister and i'm like or <laughs> it'd be like the character she played Daenerys yeah. targaryen and then we get not to you know alerts to the end of game of thrones but then do we get this another part where we're kind of like really we're doing this with that same character where she just goes evil bad queen kind
1: of, yeah. What yeah. If
0: whatever she's, she's like trying to get better though like what yeah. if she's bad yeah. and then like is trying to like has this sort of virtuous person at the top of a crim- criminal enterprise. It's yeah. it maybe trying is... to do some good in the galaxy or like, you know, I don't know. She needs... to navigate,
2: navigate the nuances of this, the whole thing, right? Like trying yeah. to use it, trying to use evil for good or something like that. It would be interesting.
0: Right. Rather than yeah. follow the whole trope where it's like, Oh, she was a good person, but got, you know, Mad
2: was forced into
0: this life of crime or whatever. And like was mentored. Yeah. Like suddenly she's just, she's a good person that was that found a way to obtain power or was given power because like maybe Maul gets like, I don't know. Does, does he leave Crimson Dawn and then goes to Malachor? And that's when they I don't find think it. We couples? know,
2: I don't think, I honestly don't think we know how he leaves. I don't think they've Dawn. explored that, that, but that's my thought. And I think that's, I think we've talked about in a previous episode, like that might be the series. I think Grant, you yeah. pitched it for the Lando series, maybe where this is like, that's part of the part of that plot is basically him getting overthrown and, and getting yeah. stranded on Malachor. Yeah. Yeah. That
0: could be it, and Lando could help out Kira and be like, listen, I can help you get rid of this guy. But then she holds on to power, and he's like, uh, yeah. oh. and then Damn. what does that mean, you know? Do we uh, know how
2: he got Cloud City?
0: That's uh, No, we don't.
2: Maybe that's we part of it. Maybe tell. that's part of the deal, is that mm. she trades him. Like, he helps to get, like, that'd be fascinating, well, right? Like, that's,
0: yeah. Yeah, Rebels, so there's that Rebels episode where he has that, like, puffer pig
2: mm-hmm. that he uses
0: to find that precious mineral. <laughs> right, um, I with that. And there is a, later on um, when uh, Lando doesn't come back, but the guy with one horn that I'm one horn that I'm, his ship's called the Broken Horn. His name's called Voldov or uh, sorry, someone screaming, probably Casual Jason is screaming at me. But <laughs> they, um, he, uh, anyways, he says, "Oh, Lando made a fortune using puffer pigs to find this mineral." So it's like he might have used that that yeah. fortune he made there to buy
2: you know right. best interest in but in also that. but yes but it's really easily explained away because i think actually it's in something i'm reading right now that's not that old eu that i'm going to bring up a little later but um but like it he yeah he got that fortune and then immediately lost that fortune in gambling and then right. back down on his luck and he had, like i love the fact that that lando is never on top for very long and never on the bottom for very long no either. either he's just constantly yeah. going up and down like just yeah,
1: and although Bespin seems like a developed, like upscale city, uh, there's a couple lines in Empire where Lando says, "You know, this is a low key operation. It's off the off the grid. The Empire's can't even keep track of us." So Bespin is still okay. Lando is still off the grid. He's very much, you know, yeah. His dealings are are not, you know, something that the Empire can keep track of it at all. So it, I would love to see how he got Bespin. I think it's probably a yeah. deal, probably under the table deal from someone somewhere, and be really cool to see. Uh, but as far as um, Kira goes. I do feel like when uh, you see you saw Miley Clark and uh, play Darnarius and 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 her 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 kind of turn or quick turn at the end there where she just goes really? she becomes the Mad Queen. It felt I think people thought that there was kind of like a lack of depth to that turn, and I think that really even why even, even why, why go, did they
2: feel that way because <laughs> it happens on a dime. It ha-
1: it's almost Anakin level Sorry. where it just happens. No, no, Anakin no is
2: more, Anakin's turn is more nuanced, right? Anyway. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 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 I, mean, I will not re. Uh, yeah. Well, people well, <laughs> people, <will> argue, people
1: <laughs> argue. There's a lot of for. There's a lot of heavy foreshadowing that that was some. You know, something that could occur, especially with the her oh, history, yeah. her lineage. Oh, but oh. uh, but weird. Weird that lineage would would just decide something like that, which doesn't make any sense at all. My but, um,
2: not that it happened. My issue is how it happened. <laughs>
1: right. But I, mean, I think Kira is just a vastly more complex character, and I think yeah. it's it would do justice to explore a dark uh, female character. Who okay. just has it all the depth in the world and empathy and compassion, but is forced to do things that, you know, uh, destroy her inside. Like just a really wonderful character, I think, in terms of exploring so deep kinda, emotion.
2: We're doing a bit of a free form episode here, but I'm seeing a theme emerging that I'm going to come back on a little later. So just keep in mind that okay. a Good. dark female uh, character female with a complex depths. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we're going to talk about that a little later. Yeah, nice. Are. Yeah,
0: I mean, I just to land this one home a little more i mean we're talking again about this this time period and this group of characters and adam you mentioned lando hall you know lando han chewy um and i was like okay and then boba fett and i was like well we should really have another dark side person and i think that's Kira's the answer there she
2: would yeah be the absolutely and i'm really mad that i didn't that i didn't list her in the list because to me she is the the character I, I I'm most intrigued with and interested in when I watch Solo because all the other characters are exactly who they are. We know them, they don't move all that much. But I I think Kira's character moves a ton, and I and and I'm I'm there's fascinated so by her. so much in that
1: movie, and that's one of yeah. the reasons why I absolutely love Solo. Is that you know, unlike Revenge of the Sith, where Padme is kind of this passive character, or there's, there's certain Star Wars films where. Some of the female leads that I absolutely adore and want to see, you know, see in the middle of things are just pushed to the side. And where in solo, Kira is doing some incredible, incredible stuff. Yeah, I would argue probably more than Son a lot of the time in terms oh, of yeah. getting things done and resolving plot points.
0: That's why I, I think Son would be a great comic relief in another yeah, series. You know, he just sort of bumbles in, does his thing, and then you know takes off in the Falcon with Chewie
2: and it be a- ends that movie where he starts in my opinion. I don't think he moves much at all other than he takes right. he takes the lesson um from um Tobias Beckett weird name. Um it's like the name I would come up with. Very right. earth. <laughs> name. Um, no I yeah. didn't give it that western. <laughs> Love that character, but, like, I feel like he learns that lesson to shoot first, like, shoot when he knows. But, like, he doesn't—we talked about this maybe last episode before. He doesn't take any joy in it, right? Like, he just right. does it because he knows it's right. So he's still Han, and I feel, I feel like his story still needs to be told where he ends up 10 years later when we see him in, in A New Hope.
0: Yeah, I mean, he does—essentially, he doesn't evolve again until New Hope when he's, like— I mean, he, he'll he always have that heroic part of him that wants yeah. to do good for others, but it's counterweighted by this survival instinct that's, you know, just trying to keep him going. And um it's Kira's his opposite number in a lot of ways. They were raised together. And she she's like goes the dark path, but still has that heroic nature in her as well. Yeah. But it's fueled by that survival and saying, I just love how Amelia Clark made that character her own. Yes. Um I, I, I like Kira way more than I did Daenerys. Um and Daenerys right. is a super complicated character and she played it beautifully, but there's something about that Kira character that's just so Amelia Clark. It's like her elegance and her like compassion and it just, it's like this throwback fifties, like all that like new century or, you know, new um, mid-century modern sort of right. aesthetic with her like throwback classic beauty and like how, you know, she, she could really turn that into a really interesting and complex and nuanced character. And like, I'd love to see that character grow more and uh, in new directions. Too. Yeah, she was
1: almost like a '70s kind of femme fatale. Kind yeah, of character. yeah, so a little bit of
2: that 70s in there too. Cinema.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, second to Kira, I think a Ventress' show would be hugely successful, and I feel it would be successful because it's a window into the Clone Wars, and you can do it in live action, and you'd have Ventress as a character, as your main character, and you get you could you could have her out you know doing missions away from dooku you know you, you really don't need to bring dooku into the series so much but you could right i think she's a fantastic character and i really i love her yeah. design uh and it'll be so much fun to watch that show yeah. especially we've, in the clone wars
0: we've got a lot of Ventress content not yeah you know in the expanded the new expanded universe got um the, that book actually, Dark Disciple, is goes into her end, um, but it's fantastic and really illuminating. She's in Clone Wars a lot. Um, yeah. We get a lot of her upbringing with the Night Sisters. Um, and then there was uh, Dark Disciple. No, that's, I already said that. Uh, the Dooku uh, audiobook. Jedi Lost. Uh, Jedi, yeah. Lost yeah. Jedi Lost. And we get a lot of her origin story there. Um, but yeah. there's still room in there. The part that I would be most excited about would be her, um, after sort of being cast off yes. by um, Dooku and before she meets up in Dark Disciple with the Jedi again for her ultimate arc. Um, that would be kind of interesting to see a, a ro- what a rogue um, Ventress does. Does she cling to her dark ways? Because when we meet when ahsoka meets her again
1: or, or you could do dark a, disciple the show could be Dark disciple essentially because i think people are there's a lot of quinlan fans too quinlan Vos fans. oh yeah yeah yeah,
0: it, yeah That's a i mean that's one of my favorite books
1: it's just that's a christy art. golden golden i think christy golden i wrote that yeah, we, yeah, can, yeah. we can we can check been, that out incredible yeah
0: i don't know i mean i don't think they're gonna they're gonna ever do that star wars has never really been like you know that book was so good we're gonna make a movie out of it
1: is that book canon
0: or no Oh, yeah, it's yes, it's it was was the forgotten um, Clone Wars arc when when Clone Wars was canceled and it was I think it probably got got smushed in the sale of um, of, you know, of uh, sorry, Disney uh, to to Disney or to Lucasfilm to Disney. So um, and they were just didn't think they were going to have time to do it. It would have been really cool. And then but instead they they went with this other Ahsoka arc, um, which was cool, which we just got. Yeah. So, yeah, so it
2: was written by Christy Golden. And yeah. this brings me to something that I think that Disney might want to explore. And this might be in the time of COVID might work really well. We are getting a Bad Batch um, cartoon series. Oh, yeah. Um, one of my favorite things. Uh, so I don't I keep I, f- I feel like I keep bringing up uh, movie franchises, uh, TV franchises that disappointed me. I'm not trying to do that on purpose, I swear. But like we can look You're at the just DC... generally disappointed by I, Yeah. Other than Star <laughs> Wars, pretty much. Uh, and Marvel like Marvel. And Star I was Wars. just on
1: Letterboxd, guys. There's not a lot of great movies that I could put in my lists. And I, I've, I've got yeah. them all. I've, uh, yeah. There's like 150 movies that I absolutely love. And then I yeah. look at that's probably else. close to me,
2: too. Um, <laughs> so but like so, the you know, say what you want about the, you know, D.C. Movies they're you know, scattershot. They don't really have a whatever. But one yeah. thing that DC has done really, really well are the animated movies. The animated DC yeah. movies are really, really, really good. <laughs> and I'm like, Marvel or or, or Star Wars might want to consider doing that. Like, actually, yeah. and most of those are based on comic book arcs. So why not animate some of these comic book arcs? Animate some of these novels. Put them out as like direct to Disney Plus standalone hour and a half, two hour movies. Let uh, me see, uh,
1: Damien. Let me see the da- animated uh, yeah. anime animation style uh Damien Palpatine sort of series where it's like his rise from childhood on the child on the boo mm-hmm. to killing his own family to like yeah. embracing the dark and, side to being this like just you know the devil incarnate.
2: And that's what I like about the DC movies too is they do play around with animation styles and 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 you know so I think that'd be such a great thing to do. And we you don't never get do it. I just know you I'll know you'll never
1: get it. It will we'll 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 never see that series. I mean that's just so Palpatine's youth is so uh, you know, R-rated, in my opinion. Like it's just yeah. a lot of what happens in his life. Yeah, is he slaughters so... his family. Lies yeah, his he slaughters and steals yeah. his way to
2: the top. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I feel like you can get away with it in anime because you can do they like, can do it stylized and cut away. That's what I'm did. talking about. Yeah. yeah, it would have to be this anime
1: style, yeah. this Kill Bill style. But yeah. um, it's like
2: oh, from God. yeah, sorry, from a
0: production standpoint, I think I think that the Star Wars content is so precious. They're very. They're going to be very. Um, I don't know, uh, intentional about when they drop things. Like Marvel, That's just like, let's just throw a bunch of stories out and get them out there, and Spider-Verse and the whole nine, and they have so many characters, they're just like, they're not afraid to oversaturate with Marvel, but I think they yeah. are. But it would be a good way to get those stories out, like, you know, your Forlom and Zucka's story, you know. I was, yep. I was worried when you were saying that, I'm like, <laughs> I, I want to see that movie, that. but <laughs> I want to see that movie before I die, you know.
2: Yeah.
0: Because... At this pace, it's like if we don't get Lando yeah. for another five years, we're right. definitely not going to get Four Lamonts August for another 15 yeah. years or something like that. Yeah. And, um,
2: but I think you just cherry pick tried and true arcs that have been out there and we know are yeah. quality, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: And you get yeah. uh, James Lucino involved mm-hmm. in that because he did a beautiful job with Plagueis. Yeah.
1: yeah. And you have the template, right? In Kill Bill, there's Ishii's essentially an, an origin story when you see those those kind of animated scenes.
0: Yeah. I'm surprised we haven't seen that. I was talking about
1: origin in general, but, um, Uh, there's something else I'm going to say here. Um, I don't think you're going to get any mature. I think the most mature Star Wars is ever going to be is in the comics. I think that the the comics are just metal AF right now. I love how metal the comics get, like when it comes to the Star Wars storytelling, whereas like a lot of the shows and, and the movies really don't, don't create those moments of, of really intense violence and, and really intense set piece moments that are like uh, basically life or death situations that are constant yeah. in the comics that are yeah really, really, really impressive. And I think dark, a
2: lot of the time it's very I mean, dark. We're going to talk about it in a couple minutes, but even yeah. the, the opening scene of the new star Wars main run is not something you would ever see in a star Wars co- and movie. Never. Yeah. All right. This, yeah. This is the
1: sort of, yeah, that's the sort of, uh, like, you know, the tone and the, uh, kind of uh, mature i
0: feel like they could though because it's a pretty short jump from cassian and Andor, you know it's away his um his informant or yeah. like i mean there's on a limb hacked off in pretty much every movie
2: except uh, the sequel trilogy except <clears throat> yeah. all the sequels or i guess
0: it's
1: hacked no uh, snoke has missing like a hand oh that's Just, true like yeah, arm that's, comes that's off that's true it's i take everything
2: up. back that yeah. the, the the snoke by <laughs> section makes up for everything yeah. like it, it equals out everything else we've seen <laughs> all the other yeah movies, yeah uh, that, uh, that is, like, one. anatomically correct to a, to a, to an to a upsetting level.
0: <laughs> like, well, he got his wrist,
1: too. I like, know.
2: Every 8%. time I pause it, I'm like, oh, they just, like, yeah. did the arc of exactly where it would go through, and am like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I take it back.
1: Yeah, all that dark content is really in the comics, which I enjoy, and I hope we can see more. I really thought The Mandalorian that the series was going to be a darker show than it is, and I'm happy where it went, because it's Star Wars has always been that kind of mythic adventure, and that kind of all around family, you know, uh, story. And I, I think that's, I think that's fun. I think the Mandalorian executes that perfectly.
0: Yeah. Right. They like cut that guy in half with the door and like the first scene. And then they're just like, just said to you Joan, like yeah. this stuff is real right here. Like this is, right. this is how, you know, this guy's a killer. Um, and then they can, you know, but that just stays with you for the rest of the series.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Cool. Shall we, um, venture forth into actually covering some new content here? Sure. Why not? Kyber Crystal <laughs> Comics Corner. All right.
2: Welcome to Kyber Crystal Comics Corner. Look at that, guys! Two two weeks in a row. That's exciting. Yes. Oh. And it's the one I've been waiting for for like literally months. <laughs> I've like I I didn't think I had any you know dogs in my bet, and then when I got it, I I kind of really flipped through it very quickly. like, was I right? Was I right? But we'll we'll get there. Um. So, this is Star Wars number five, The Destiny Path, part five, by Sewell, says Prianto, Brown, Cowles, Silva, and Guru EFX. Uh, Here's my little short write up. The trial of, sorry, the trail of Anakin Skywalker's lightsaber leads Luke to Sorelia and a mysterious woman named Verla. After falling prey to one of her traps, Verla brings Luke up to speed about Order 66 and Inquisitors.
1: A wonderful wonderful summary so as you said adam we made a bet yeah i, <laughs> I think it <laughs> go ahead go ahead i think my honor is telling me that i need to pay you some money like in terms <laughs> of just the name the 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 letters the the, the, the lyric the lyricism the the identity of the character and just the state of the dynamic between her and Luke, and the I, interaction and Luke. i, I
2: will i know you do not owe me any money because yet Yet I think we pushed the bet for a while because I don't. I'm think talking about Flan, by the way. I'm talking about Flan. Yeah, that, real, that, yeah. It, I think Something go back and listen. Real. I think we literally <laughs> bet Calimary Flan. Something so. more real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So for for <laughs> listeners who either a don't remember a bet we placed three or four months ago, or b are new to the podcast, uh, in this series Luke has a force vision that someone caught his lightsaber in uh, the shaft of uh, Cloud City. Yeah. Yeah. And um, we had a debate who it might be. You know, they would kind of slowly revealed that it was a woman, but it was very unclear, even from the start, the gender or sex of the character. Um, But it did land on the woman. I think we had lots of bets going on. I took probably the farthest outside bet, and it was Mara Jade. To be clear, it has not been confirmed to have been Mara Jade yet, but I don't think I'm out yet. I I think I did
1: bet all new characters. You did yes,
2: you did. So you are the you are the one who's the lead, so right? What, now. What, we're really
1: argue, what we're really arguing about is is she going to repair that scar and dye her hair back to red and just be Mara Jade, and this is a secret identity
2: essentially. Yeah. So, is that what we're really debating here? Because I think might be one right. I've been debating one of two ways it can still be Mara Jade. <laughs> That's one. That's one. I had. That's, okay. that's one. That's definitely one. Because Does she is- Kylo used the Edward Scissor android
1: to, I think, yeah. mend his scar. Oh. I don't see why she couldn't just do that. And then it would just be like the Marjorie. you remember? She'll from repairs like, all
2: the time and yeah. back and whatnot. And it could even not even be there. It could just be a makeup effect. Um, it could her- be, she could just peel it right off yeah, like Tom exactly. Cruise or something. She is the emperor's <laughs> hand at this point, right? So so she'd be working undercover for the empire.
1: And this is a great story she's selling because it's yep. the the story on the you know Obi-Wan's and Yoda's side.
2: I'm also not convinced that that we've ne- we don't actually have confirmation in this episode that Verla is the person who caught the lightsaber. We don't see the lightsaber, we don't see her again the gloves
1: that she was- are still uh Mysterious. We uh, did. The the character is wearing gloves in the flashback. So she she doesn't. She wasn't
0: wearing wearing gloves, and she was doing some serious fishing too, which you would think that would, you know, warrant gloves, work gloves while you're fishing.
2: I think we are falling prey to a to a mystery writer's trap, which is reading into things that are not present in the text.
0: What? We would never
2: ever do that. There's nothing here that confirms that Verla is the woman in luke's vision other than that something in his vision told him to come to this planet
0: right which is an awesome planet known right, as Right, which really,
2: is amazing and could just be steps along the way to answer this question right um
0: i think i mean it would be a pretty crazy misdirect if she was like what lightsaber and then like he's like oh sorry my bad i'll see you later
2: yeah true it would take some deft writing
0: <laughs> yeah to sort of do it and make it an important yeah. thing i mean she is about the right height is wearing the same cloak pretty much as yep. we see in yep. the earlier episodes. Yeah. Um,
1: do you have a, the earlier issue nearby? Do you she's do a force
0: that? sensitive too, also. So,
1: Yeah, you guys keep talking. I think I have that issue. I have it on my phone here, or my iPad.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It, it would be interesting. I, I'm sort of at this point betting that it might be, you both might be right, where she could be the Emperor's Hand and be the Mar- Mara Jade character, but She's been sort of rewritten in as Verla instead of Mara. and so she's slightly di- different so it's like well they' th- those legend stories have some truth to them but she this well, character she, will be yeah. reborn really as Verla and and could play a similar well let's
1: be let's be fair to Verla though right now she's laying low on Sorelia. this I guess it's an outer rim world or midrim world and um she's fish she's a she's fishing that's the job. That's what she's doing to survive is fishing. And then uh, laying low a lot like Luke, really. And then she seems like a survivor of the Jedi Purge. Like That's what she seems like when we meet her. That's face value. She seems like she's telling the story of the Jedi Purge. She's talking about the Inquisitors. She's introducing the history, galactic history to Luke that I don't think was explained in depth. From Biota or Obi Wan, and is I think that's, that's why retur- that's why Return of the Jedi Luke is so all knowing. He he's been told all this information. Sewell, Charles Sewell understands that, and now he's giving that that he's giving all that information to Luke through this wonderful new character that seems like a survivor of the Jedi purge, seems like a Jedi, and she seems good to me. She seems like a good character, and yeah, I think she's doing the right thing and kind of ending the... She I think she's trying to save the galaxy and what she does in this issue, and it's incredible. And yeah. she's a Jedi. I think she's a Jedi survivor, but I think secretly she's mara jade and she's the emperor's hand and she's spinning this yarn and yeah luke's following I, the trail
2: i do not have the comic i have i have issue one and i think she popped up in issue two in the flashback and that was that was during COVID time so it's sitting at my i gotta get over to my local comic shop and pick up my comics all right i'm listening you guys keep talking i think I have... <laughs> i'm so sure
0: I, I have it digital if you two do
2: i do as well probably somewhere but um i you know i um really was thrown for a second to hear someone use words like order 66 and inquisitors and Luke's yeah. presence, but I like it. Like I was okay with it. No, but it took me a it second.
0: It was a huge reveal. I mean, that was yeah. hugely important that like she's the one that's teaching, you know, Luke about this really like, I was like, wait, does he not know this? And, and he doesn't yeah. right. Yeah. Obi-Wan never really explained no. in detail. No. It was just like, it, Oh, they were wiped out. But like this is the nuts and bolts inside baseball for like how the, you know, Maybe it can slip. Maybe
2: Grant will hear me, but I think it actually connects to the last Jedi quite well, right? Because we actually get Luke name checking Darth Sidious in the last Jedi, which to me is always a mm. weird moment, which I love. And I think this yeah. helps to kind of connect all of that a little bit to be like, no, Luke knew a lot of what happened. Like he knew the history of the Jedi. He may not have known all, right. all the teaching. Who told him that
1: history. It's Barla seems to be yeah. telling him that history. Yeah.
0: But it'd be interesting if she is the one with the lightsaber, we know Luke doesn't get it back right until you know last jedi um but we do we know that maz Kanata gets it and so maybe verla has a connection to maz and um so that that could be an interesting thing grant has yeah
1: yeah, it's exactly that hood it's exactly that hood yeah Um, she's just wearing black gloves yeah. The only I
2: I think it is. I, as much as I'm kind of joking about possibly being right. I I'm 100% okay losing this bet. I I like this character that they introduced and part of me loves when they a big part of me loves we talked before when they expand the galaxy, right? So, I mean, technically Jade would be an expansion of the galaxy since she's not in the new canon, but there's no reason not to have this character, right? There there are plenty of um I think there are plenty of Younglings and padawans wander, lost padawans and Pada- younglings yeah. wander, wandering around the galaxy, trying to just stay undercover. And I like that Luke's bumping into them.
0: Yeah, I like when anyone bumps into them. This is we've talked about this a lot, a lot the past few weeks. As you know, possibly the um, Bad Batch series is they're gonna under uncover more of these sort of lost Jedi and help squirrel them away or something, um, which would be cool. But yeah, I, I love Jedi. I love different Jedi. I like their various relationships with the force and different points of view other than just our, our main characters. Um, so yeah, the more the merrier, but I, I don't know. It's probably just because you two have planted the Jade seed in my brain, but um, it would be interesting. I don't know. It's it's like every time Luke runs into a female force sensitive, we're like Jade, And he's, yeah. he, I mean, he already, he ran into one this series already, right? That like random rogue, um lightly force adept yeah uh, that helped him earlier like a couple issues before when he was. yeah born. right
2: the end of the last oh, run those, the end of the last
0: run yeah. right
1: i think she's interacted with vader as well because when she sees oh, yeah. vader in this vision that she gets yeah. she uses the force to look into luke's mind he i also she's darth
2: vader i also wonder if she's father. not just an ex-inquisitor Mm. Yeah, or, that's actually a really or, good or got pulled into that, or was going to be brought into the Inquisitors because she seems oh, to know she or survived yeah. that
1: harrowing, you know, experience of yeah. the, the, the Inquisitor program, right? What yeah.
0: was the Castle Inquisitorius? Yeah, the castle. Yeah, I mean, right. she could know Siri Junda. She could know. Um, I mean, Siri's Padawan, fallen Padawan, that I can't think of the name of now um, from that that game, but that could be the, her synergy there, and she's yeah. sort of. She I mean, we had,
2: see. The seventh sister, right? We see her in this. There's, there's a, there's a moment of her. That's the seventh sister, right? Is that the main bad guy in Fallen Order? That's right, a seventh sister. Yeah, she's seven, in here. Seventh
0: sister's there, but second sister is. No, second sister is the other one. Um, well, there's two. Of we the, see two inquisitors. Two of the three
2: that we see in the game are in are are visually oh, okay. represented in here, and then the. Okay. Yeah. The tr- second sister is the main bad guy. Second sister. And second sister. I'm thinking of seventh yeah. seal. So now I have that in my brain. Uh, so I'm you're sure. saying this is a
1: character. This character could be very similar to Trilia, or yeah. uh, Trilia. Thank you. Trilia. Yeah. from um, Fallen Order. Yeah, That's, uh, she's a, she's the second sister of the Inquis- Inquisitorius, yeah. and and then there's the ninth sister that you fight at some point.
0: Right. And and I will Punch say more about Verla. She makes it. She's like, she's like you're very strong in the Force. Maybe even stronger than me. I think is the line. Which is like, that's interesting. So she's powerful in the force, not just like some adept. But she also uses the force power that Kylo uses excessively later on. She uses not the the Jedi mind trick to like push people. It's to pull to like pull memories from their brain. Um, That's a dark side force ability right there. Yeah, it's a
1: dark
2: side ability. It's just weird that the memory she pulls is him losing the lightsaber. I guess that like it's just there's something weird going on with 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 that. She,
0: she said she could sense his like fear and she can sense yeah. deception. And that was exactly what he was trying to hide from her. So maybe that was like up in the surface, you know, and she was able
1: to grab it.
2: That's true. That makes sense. Yeah, totally. Um, now, did she buy it from
1: uh, she caught it when he dropped? When she caught his it. Hand yeah. got cut. Well, that's a yeah. lot. They also returned to
2: Cloud City. Remember in this? Car. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot. I, one thing I'll always say, and this is still something I think we've talked about since the beginning of this vision, is that force visions aren't necessarily exact, right? They can be a little more metaphorical. So I feel it sometimes. So I'm still not hundred percent that, and that she actually was there to catch it. That I don't know if this is some kind of force vision, just connecting her with Luke. So it might be that she he did see Luke. Like who knows? So so I'm not a hundred percent that 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 isn't just floating around in the you know the gas tabana gas clouds of cloud city still
0: yeah i was trying to i'm now i'm looking back in episode three when he's there and he's like in a pile of trash with a bunch of ugnaughts sorting through it and he was like Ugh, what am i gonna do but i feel like there was a scene where an ugnaught was still holding it when he left am i am i dreaming
2: I don't know. It's been months since these these issues have come out, and I've read, as I'll mention once again, because I've done it the last three episodes. I've read the entirety of the Spider-Man Clone Saga, so my brain's wiped for comics.
1: So do you? All right, so let's just let's just finalize the bet here. So you, yeah. Adam, you're going to stick with Mara Jade. There's going to be a, a yeah, I uh, reveal to Mara Jade. Guys, there um,
0: is an Ugnaught finds the
2: lightsaber.
0: Yeah, yeah, in and then trades it. it. She doesn't have it yeah. exactly. In episode four, it's like in the first the first page. Um, so by
2: the way, this is how we get to the fact that Quill knows um uh what's her name uh what can I can't think of her name. Early. No, from for Force Awakens. Maz. Maz So Quill and Maz have a relationship, guys. I'm calling it right now, like a relationship relationship. <laughs> Wait, I mean that's a series. That's the Disney yeah. Plus series. That's my <laughs> long bet. Like there's you gonna
0: could be, do like, that
1: in
2: quarantine too. That's just two, two puppets. Called, like, Wait, what's
0: the there? connection there?
2: Well, because we know that Maz eventually gets the uh, gets it and Quill is an Ugnaught. And I still I still I still am oh. betting on Star Wars having Quill being on Cloud City because Star Wars has to do that. They're not going to not do that. And so you're going to have Quill's going to be the one who drops the lightsaber off to Maz. And they kind of, you know, they
0: have a connection. Right. A force connection.
2: Yeah. You know, force connection. <laughs> Talk about bumping uglies.
0: I, I was well. I
1: always thought the Empire recovered both the hand and the lightsaber. Yeah, that's how they created snow clones and stuff like that. That's <laughs> what I thought. That, Maybe just that's the my hand. headcanon. That's my. Headcanon. I like it. I like it, but I don't I like know. It. Still time. Yeah, There's still time. <laughs> so many unknowns. Oh. So I so you you say Mara Jade. I can't say Mara Jade because that was your original bet. Yeah, you that's you can't, awesome. That. It's can't be awesome. It's gonna be wrong. Uh, no. I said all new character originally. I'm. I would stick with that. Stick with that, that she's an all-new character. And And I'm going to
0: take both. I'm going to say it's a new character that's subbing in for Mara Jade because they don't want to use the Mara Jade name, but they want the character. So
2: let me talk about Mara Jade for a minute since we've kind of been hinting around. I'm currently... I have have a lot of time to consume media right now, weirdly, uh, in the middle of the night. Uh, And so I've been doing work, but I've also been reading comics and i've also been trying to like finish out the star wars old eu i'm about like Mm -hmm. i'm about like 25 novels and 30 comics away from having read everything in the old eu and i'm doing it chronologically in terms of like in-universe chronology and so i had to go back and recreate my list but i just am finishing up the corellian uh trilogy i don't know if anyone remembers that from 1995 by roger bride allen you know not, not one of the big, well-known ones, but they go back to Corellia. Han gets kidnapped by his cousin who looks just like him. It's a whole thing. Uh, but, Mara, but Mara Jade's there, and this is kind of like... This is after she was introduced trying to basically kill Luke for many, many books where she's just been right. the Emperor's Hand. And Emperor's kind of, hand. now she's no longer Emperor's Hand. She's just kind of a scoundrel out and about. She hasn't quite gotten to the Jedi path, path we see her. But her, her journey, her arc in the old EU is really fascinating, right? It's someone who... Kind of slowly comes back to the light and, and connects with Luke. And I think the one thing we're missing, I think we, we've we been what's hinted at and we still haven't seen. But what's been hinted at with Luke is we get him as Jedi master. We're going to get that story eventually. We're going to get him running that Jedi Academy. We're that's gonna, an animated series by Filoni. Yeah, uh, yeah. I honestly,
1: when I think about yeah. that story over and over and over again, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's just Filoni's. Masterpiece, like masterwork of animation, and it's just Luke exploring. Yeah.
2: And we're gonna planets. get it, we know it happened, we haven't gotten the story yet, but we know it's happened, right? So it's there. Right. The one mm-hmm. thing that we don't know that's happened, but I think we need is Luke needs one great love story. I think that is an important arc for that I mean, character. Me too. I and, and character. I think Mara Jade was pretty integral to his character, and I think Mara is such a great character for that. So I'm like, yes, I understand not wanting to steal stuff or bring stuff in from old E, but we brought in Thrawn. Once you bring in Thrawn. All bets are off, right? And so, like, I think Mara Jade's a great character for that. I love her connection to the Emperor. I love this idea of an Emperor's hand. I don't think it violates any new canon at all. I think you could totally have an Emperor's Emperor's hand wandering around during all this. I think it's such an interesting character. I, I I never was a huge fan of Mara Jade until I started reading these books, and now I kind of get why the why the old EU fans go nuts over her. I kind of wanted to be. I every time I approach her, I'm just like I, I hold my nose up in the air because I don't want to like fall for you know, you know I don't want to be like. Oh, it's just the internet fans, but I'm like, it's a great character, and I think yeah. she still fits in the new EU. And I think we're gonna get her eventually. And i you know, I don't know if we need to have her interacting with Luke during the original trilogy, but we got thirty five years to play around with her and Luke's relationship.
1: Yeah, it's certainly a lot of time. That's for sure.
2: So that's my pitch for why oh. this should be Mara Jade, or if not, we should need we need Jade in some format i think i still think an e, i think a disney plus series would be great to have a separate telling of what it was like to be the emperor's hand through the original, original trilogy like interacting in the behind the scenes of all of these th- moments would be amazing well what if she didn't know that he was
1: vader's son yeah but totally. she maybe the emperor was like take out this skywalker or whatever mm-hmm. and then she serves the emperor or, i don't know if, if she's the emperor's mm-hmm. hand that's kind of i don't think she is because she seems like she's traumatized or she's passed something that she was a part of which i mean it makes sense that she was an inquisitor or going through the inquisitor program or maybe or, 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 or escape the purge and knows the story of anakin skywalker but i think they, they
2: train fight. assassins right and all these things to tap into reality like the best right the best lies hidden between two truths right so yeah. myra jade's traumatized so maybe she is maybe mm. if this is her oh. he yeah, just tapping yeah. into being traumatized and playing the long game it's definitely a great way to start the
1: story because she learns the the same truth Luke does. And then they but they're both their their stories are these trees out from there. And these yeah. these yeah, and that's really fun.
2: And take your time. You don't need to tell the whole story now. Maybe just introduce her now. Maybe even don't reveal. Like I'm gonna lose my bet if I say this. Maybe don't even reveal it's my jade, but then like in another series down the line, she's like, You knew me as, right? Like yeah. even if they don't cross paths for another ten years. So does she have the lightsaber? No, I don't think so. Based on the based on episode uh, issue three is saw, I don't don't think so. Yeah, I think it's the force trying to bring Luke and Mara Jade together.
0: So, yeah, that's actually kind of Mm. interesting. So maybe she was never even in Bespin, but that was just part of his like. That lightsaber was going to be the vector that brings them together, like the force like point that brings them together. I don't know. Or maybe. So she either did grab it and threw it back into the trash pile, and then an ugnot found it, um, or I thought yeah, she just bought
1: it fourth, from it? the ugnot. I thought the ugnot had found it, and then she she bought it or
0: no because traded. It, it's trade it. it's af- after he leaves the trash pile, you see an ugnot holding it. It's mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. the first panel of uh, issue four. Mm. Um, your first few panels of issue four. You can check it out and see it. I, that's that's the way I'm interpreting it right now. Hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. She could have been there and been like, I don't want this, you know. Right. But I don't know what she'd be doing on Vespin if she was is a Fisher woman on Cerelia.
2: Yeah, and trying to lay low, right? That's right. the really big thing about this character. She doesn't want to be found out. Why would she go to I don't know the area where the empire was looking for things like, yeah, something's up.
0: Maybe that was her last mission as an inquisitor or something.
2: And she escaped, you mm. know, at point. <clears throat> yeah. Maybe she, maybe she, Oh, just because just because she, she grabbed, Oh, wait, 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 just because she grabbed the lightsaber doesn't mean she has the lightsaber. Maybe she grabbed it, had a force vision, right? Yeah. Felt it, saw Luke's role in th- overthrowing the empire had this moment of hope and inspiration and then just threw the lightsaber away and then left her life as an inquisitor. That's what I
1: think. That's that. That's I think that's the most likely story. Although I would like that she was. A youngling that escaped. uh, Yeah. Or not a youngling, but just a very young Padawan that maybe escaped much like Caleb doom, like something like where she was very young and saw, saw it all in this really horrific manner, you know, and then she's still traumatized from that. And then, That'd be a cool new character, I feel like. That would be. Because we got that with Trillia from um, Fallen Order, you know, and mm-hmm. um, Siri Jinda, and that, that whole story was amazing Like but with those two. And I got that Inquisitor, And we, got, we went to the, the castle Inquisitorius at the end of the game. And I feel like we've been there, done that. I want this character to be just some new from some other lineage, some other past that's just totally different we haven't seen before.
2: I'm, I'm Yeah, I love that. I'm liking this idea that's like be like that's great but i like my idea better but um i'm really liking this idea that luke's that the anakin sky anakin's lightsaber holds so much gravitas in it through like the 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 everything that the galaxy turns on so it's not just like cuz we still have an answer of why does ray when ray touches that lightsaber why does she have a force vision because she's not a skywalker right she just I think it's so imbued with the history of the force and everything tilts on it that it's this powerful object that maybe anyone who's powerful in the force who grabs it, yeah. gets, this this, vision, yeah, it right? gets the and vision, right? And so maybe she sees the vision from like, this is where the lightsaber's been and this is where it's going and I can't get it in its way. I need to just leave it alone so it can get, go on its path, right? Uh,
0: you know, that's that's hmm, what they're... That's I, I think they are really trying to turn that lightsaber into Excalibur.
2: It is, right? Because is. because she totally so Ray totally repairs it, right, in episode nine and uses it to finally destroy Palpatine. Yeah. So that that the journey of the lightsaber does is fulfilled. Maybe it's the only thing that's fulfilled in the story like arc where it's completely fulfilled. It like it destroys Palpatine, atomizes him. Along with Ben's? No, who's other oh, along with um uh uh Leia's lightsaber. Leia's lightsaber, yeah. Yeah. Guys, episode nine is kind of great. So Luke and Leia's lightsaber <laughs> are both what actually destroy, or Luke or Leia's and and Anakin's lightsaber what actually destroys Palpatine, right? Yeah, that's yeah,
1: that's right. <laughs> it is quite beautiful. That film, <laughs> it, that film has very like incredible there's, moments. I think uh, honestly, I think our, the our the Harrison Ford and Adam Driver uh, scene, uh, the the Han Solo and, and Ben yeah. Solo scene is, I think the mo- I think the most touching and well acted scene in all of yeah. Star Wars, and I'll just say that I think it's just incredible. Like, uh, yeah. it's,
2: some of the highest highs and some of the lowest lows. I will. Yeah, say. It's the highs are yeah. very high in that. Movie. Yeah, they're very very high. They're yeah, br- I mean, like the, moments in that film. Those uh,
0: five like the five minutes, ugh. like on, bro, like <laughs>
2: yeah. You know, like it's rough.
1: Or some of seeing my, it I on the third it. time when we saw it yeah. three times in a row, I was weeping, I think, just the oh, entire
2: movie. God, just Chewie. Yeah. Oh,
0: man. <laughs> well, yeah, really from Chewie. But like, yeah. I mean, that's when it starts getting really heavy. But the mostly the the Ben Solo minutes yeah. oh, at man. the end
1: yeah. are yeah. my favorite
0: minutes in definitely the whole sequel. Truly, I mean, even though every time I see Chewie, we're home, I cry. Like I still yeah. stay. I've that's seen great. it a hundred times and it's still... Hits me just that's like, like
1: I I in the, I, of the last I, Jedi, it, when, uh, she the the bomber scene. I always cry, and that that's scene. good too.
2: Like the chewy were home, I cry from a meta standpoint of like yeah, we are yes. home, right? And so I love that from from its commentary of like what that movie is doing. But like the Ben Solo stuff, I cry just because it's amazing storytelling, right? Like you're just yeah. engrossed in that moment. You're not thinking about what it means externally to Star Wars. You think what it means internally to that entire galaxy.
0: Yeah yeah definitely and then i just i love that ben solo in his natural state is way more like Han solo than <laughs> yeah. he is like leia which i mean you get it is he's like more of a rogue and whatever but uh but he's such a good Han. he, he does such a good Han solo that it's it's so fun um I, I could use another 20 hours of ben solo but unfortunately yeah. that's that's all we're gonna get
2: yeah now well, maybe we'll get a force ghost Ben Solo wandering around at some point. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. Force ghost Ben Solo would be awesome. And he's just like a snarky like swashbuckler, yeah. you know, force ghost, but like still kind of wise from what he's doing. Like that. I yeah, I'd be in on that. That's definitely part of our uh, pitch for the I... sequel trilogy. It's the sequel to the sequel trilogy.
1: Since we're
2: oh, just ghost, uh, dad? Off... ghost yeah, dad. Ghost. Yeah. Dad. <laughs> Since we're off the ghost dad We can't, by the way, we can't talk about ghost dad anymore. Yeah, uh <laughs> it was controversial. It's, not it's allowed. too good. No, um, Ghost Dad's been canceled. It's a it's a film starring. Oh, you mean Bill that, Cosby? That but, uh, oh I yeah, making, yeah, yeah, I was yeah, trying yeah. to make a subtle Bill Cosby yeah. uh, mentioning Bill Cosby. But anyway, moving on. Um, since we're totally off the rails, I just want to talk for a second about the fact that Han Solo shows up in episode nine and how I think on many episodes we were talking about there were rumors there would be a forced ghost Han. Remember that was a rumor that was around for oh, I, oh,
1: yeah. I I oh, always Grant. I had this one clear vision. I had this, I always thought uh I thought Kylo was going to get marooned on ahch I thought he was going to get left there at yeah. the end, the last uh, Jedi, yeah. and have to just deal with his inner demons, because that seems to be the central, like, part of his conflict, which is, like, just dealing with, like, the light and dark just spinning and uh, churning inside him and uh, and just dealing, and having the caretakers be there, and he's not going to hurt them because he's just like, why would I hurt them? It makes no sense, and then make a fire, and then I thought Ghost Han would appear, and then I thought the Falcon would come out just after that, the, the smoke, a, a gust of wind would pull the smoke away. The, the falcon would be rotating and landing and picking him up for like yeah. the next movie, and he would be yeah. a hero in the next yeah. in the last film. I always
2: thought that was what you Not would do with the films that far away. Just the, the the timeline was very compacted. Yeah, um, but I'll say like I remember every time we heard that rumor, I was so adamant, like no. Do not do that. Do not do that. And the second, but the second you have him as like a ghost or maybe just a vision by, by yeah. like, Leia, I, I would, yeah, caging the possibility of that to that being one of my favorite moments in Star Wars and crying like a baby every time <laughs> I see it. Like, that is, to me, it's amazing how much of it like just doing a slight turn on that. Like, don't make him blue and shiny, don't make him a forest ghost, but you just make it like subtle and it's in, oh God, it's, yeah. it just, oh, yeah. That's all. <laughs> I love that Luke is flipping around and, and,
1: you know those acrobatics in this comic yeah um, it, it's like because oh, right. you know, it takes place after empire and he was just training with yoda and so you're seeing him use all those skills <laughs> and yeah. it's just super fun to see that and i was like oh i realized there's one thing i love is just like luke and bespin attire just flipping around i just love yeah. that like look it's so cool although i don't think that's what he's wearing in this issue but it was good
2: it's pretty amazing you know we're right in the middle of the new run of comics and they're all post empire and i really was shocked that we're gonna do that because we have like no han solo comics we have no han solo showing up in any comics for the foreseeable future
0: i know and he could really be his own comic run if you got him in like the post return of the jedi era sort of like after you know uh ben solo falls to the dark side and he's just sort of you know, random runs through, you know, whatever
2: scoundrelisms he's
0: doing. You know, sure. you could get more that way. Yeah,
2: I'm just uh, I'm just impressed. They actually I I pitched that they might do this, but I was like, I backed away from it because I'm like, you can't do all the comics without any Han in it. I'm surprised they haven't had any Han centric comics, even a flashback comic or something else. But they're really yeah. sticking to all these comics are taking place in the exact same time period. And Intercepts yeah,
0: it. yeah, it's really that's pretty cool. I you know me; I love me some synergy. Oh yeah, uh, they're they're doing that full force in this comic, all these comic runs.
1: Whoops! Do you know what's yeah, so uh, in next? this comic? He's wearing like this black shirt and brown overcoat. It's a totally different new look for Luke. It looks like Ooh. almost like a western look, and uh, it it just you know it's like I love that they always have all these wardrobe changes because you'll you'll notice in Empire there's like a you know a lot more wardrobe changes than a New Hope because yep. they're selling figurines, you know, and so like this is. This looks like a whole new figurine. I love the design. It's a totally new Luke. And I love when comics do that. I love when they just invent these new designs. I'm waiting to see Vader in space. Someone give it to me. Someone give me Vader out Flirting there in the void. In space. Maybe some modifications to his mask and, and yeah. overall suit. But that's but he's good other than that. Um, yeah, it looks
0: like Luke is sort of morphing in. It's like he's wearing a black, a brown jacket over his like Return of the Jedi outfit. Almost. It's pretty cool. Mm. It's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah,
1: it's like half uh, Empire, half Return of the Jedi. It's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, it is it's like
1: Finn. Cool. He looks like Finn. Into if, Finn I was himself. just going to say,
0: yeah, he's got like sort of a Finn look to him. No, totally. um, yeah, you know what else? What did new you, designs. In the first panel, what did you think about fake Luke?
1: Oh, fake Luke. Oh, that was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Like I was,
0: Sunglasses.
2: Yeah,
0: I was like, oh, man, that could almost be Luke, <laughs> you know?
1: It, I thought that was was sword singer, swinger. I thought that was Luke swords sword swinger, but oh, uh, right. but again, that was the shapeshifter from the last forgot uh, about the Luke series. Luke and says, okay. I think, uh, yeah. And so this is this is just a totally different guy. I guess a cyborg kind of guy.
2: Yeah, I I love the use of Vader. I love how hardcore he is. <laughs> but I also brain, love the fact oh, that like pose. this actually <laughs> kind of brings. Um, it actually kind of ties in nicely with our t- discussion of Darth Vader number three, I think, from last week when we talked about him, like his external, not betraying his internal. And I think this is here too because he he fronts saying like, "If you pretend to be Luke Skywalker, I will kill you because you are guilty of his crime." When in reality, of like, "I want to find my baby. Don't pretend to be my baby," and I'm angry to oh, yeah. choke you out. So I love the fact that he never portrays that, but that's exactly why he kills that dude is for pretending to be, wasting his time <laughs> yeah. and pretending to be his son.
1: Incredible skywalkers die yeah yeah that yeah. What is uh,
0: that that that's about? That's that's
1: metal that is
0: yeah.
2: metal line right, right. he's
0: talking about himself too <laughs>
2: yeah <laughs> he's nice. still emo and sad annie <laughs> all that black.
1: oh annie
2: annie
0: rats uh so what's next on the um comic front are we gonna get a release in the well, next couple of weeks or? speaking
2: of vader we get vader number four next week so we're gonna get we're we're kind of oh. back on release schedule things are back to normal for now And I think what's happening is that um, they actually have quite a back catalog of stuff. So I think they're trying to get caught up a little bit. I know Marvel is behind more than DC because they had some issues with distributing, but they're kind of back in the swing. In fact, they have the Marvel has a giant their summer their summer blockbuster is supposed to be Empire, which was six episodes issues. And that's coming out weekly now because I think they got so backed up. It was supposed to start in like April. So I think they're doing the same thing with the Star Wars. I'm surprised because then we just have Vader number three. That was last yeah. week, right? Or the week before. Yeah, it was last week. Because the week before was Afra. So their release is bi monthly now or bi weekly, because both are right because words have no meaning. Um yes. So I'm surprised, but we're getting Vader number four next week. Cool.
0: Cool, cool. And then we also have
2: you want to talk about it, but we also have the Poe Dameron freefall novel that came out this week. Oh, did it come out this week? Yeah, came out on Tuesday. I think it's a young okay. adult, so we can either cover that next week or the week after. I have, as I said, I have plenty of time to read at night, but we can choose whether to do it next week or the week after. Uh, what do you think, Grant? Do it.
1: Let's do it in two weeks, just because okay. I, I, like I, the I haven't even picked it up
2: yet. Yeah. I like to give the listeners time to read it. Not, not every listener is sitting in, in, with a baby on their lap for five hours a night reading. So. Yeah, yeah.
0: Let's do two weeks, and then, um, so yeah, two weeks you can plan if you want to, uh, if you're listening and you want to read along or, um, you know, have a proper... Um, debrief with us um, go for it let's uh, start reading it whenever you can and then um, yeah feel free to hit us up on our discord server uh, to talk about it in uh, reading Raftar Um, and you know we'll go through it Um, yeah hit us up with questions or comments or whatever and we'll talk about it um, during that episode and uh, yeah I'm looking forward to having a new book to read there and that'll be super great and more comics, man. These are so fun. Um, we mm-hmm. obviously went right down the old rabbit hole with this one. Um, but really cool. Um, really, really fun comic. There's a lot of lot of interesting information in this one. So I can't wait. To twists, see
1: it. twists and turns. And, yeah. And Sewell's doing a yeah. great
0: job. Yeah, Sewell's great, man. He does good stuff. Yeah, agreed. Um, all right, cool. Well, uh, thanks, everyone, for listening to us this week at uh, Core World News. And um, we can't wait to talk to you next week as well. So take care,
1: and may the Force be with you. This is Grex Kondak signing off. For the latest breaking news, follow News on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you, and good night. Remember, the Force will be with you always.